0: Alrighty, so as uh <coughs> as has been mentioned, I'm studying math and computer science at Southern. And um second year now, I'm kind of enjoying the the mental challenge, the um the all the coursework sometimes gets a little, little frustrating sometimes. But um I have to say if there's one thing that's uh Bugs me the most about uh, my school, especially going into the field of uh, computer science. Eventually, it's that it's often hard to see how it relates to my Christianity. And um, I don't know about you all, but it's a it's a common it's a common thing that I face where I've I've got my uh, my faith and my acts of faith. You know, going to church on Sabbath, my devotions in the morning. Um, kind of in 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 one side of my life, and then in, in the other side, I have all this stuff that I have to do as a living human, like you know make a living, um, have to eat, go buy groceries, do the laundry, do endless dishes all, all that stuff and so I often wonder um what what significance is in all all the things that I have to do on on the earth you know it First, First Corinthians talks about the work that we do right and so um, I can I can see the the value in uh, you know being a being a pastor being a physician um, being a, a nurse those are very you know clear the way that there are ministries um, but in in terms of daily life in terms of you know bringing kids to school and stuff it just becomes kind of a a grind and a, and a drag sometimes, and it's and it's not clear what what meaning it has eternally. Um, so, I found this verse, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, says, in the you know abound in the work of the Lord, for in the Lord your work is not in vain. And the the idea that I want to share with you today is that. Um, when I work in the Lord, when we work in the Lord, our work has eternal meaning. So to share this idea of what it means to work in the Lord, I, I want to I look at the story of Joseph. So really good book, Patriarchs and Prophets, highly recommend. Um, we, we all kind of know how the story of Joseph starts, right? He's the favorite of 12 sons. Uh, Jacob is his father. And uh, these, these 11 other sons get a little bit jealous of Joseph. Um, you know, uh, you were sharing. Was it you sharing in children's story about Jennifer? Okay, yeah. Anyways, yeah. T- talking talking about having a really bad day. You know, when when you uh, you know every everything's going wrong. You've, I mean, for for Joseph. Um, his bad day was worse than any that will experience, hopefully you know they not only had his his uh, coat of many colors been broken and torn up, he was uh, sold into slavery, and we find him uh, with the slave drivers on the way to egypt and I think this is a it's a, it's a good place to start in the story because uh, Ellen White describes a, a key part of Joseph's character right here, which is that Joseph believed that the God of his fathers would be his God. He then and there gave himself fully to the Lord and prayed that the keeper of Israel would be with him in the land of his exile. So you, you can imagine he's, he's behind this caravan of camels. He's got his hands tied, you know, kind of walking along. And it, you know, at first he's like totally in despair about his life as a slave. And then he, as he, comes to grips with himself, he realizes that if he's going to have any hope it's going to be in his God and having his God with him. So I, I know I often have a hard time relating with the story of Joseph because um, I've never been in slavery. I've never, I've never even been to Egypt. Like That's the, <laughs> the closest thing I could do. And but I, I think there's, a, there's kind of a spiritual teaching in Joseph's story as well. Um, because, you know, I, I may not be a physical slave, but as a human, I'm born into a world of slavery and bondage to sin and death, right? Um, I may not, like Joseph, ever work in the palace of the king. I may never be thrown into prison, hopefully not. Um, but I... I do have a relationship with the king of the universe, right? And I do have um, opportunities to, to help others, as Joseph did. You know, I, I may not be handing out uh, food during a famine, right? But as a Christian, we all have access to the bread of life, and we're called to hand that out to a world in famine. So as we go through the story of Joseph, let's think about these like spiritual, the, the spiritual significance for each of us because um, all of us have some similarity with Joseph. Um, so let's go back, go back to this, this thought here. Joseph gave himself fully to the Lord and prayed that the keeper of Israel would be with him in the land of exile. So... I think this is the, the key point, if you, if you hear nothing else this morning, that Joseph asked God to be with him. This was kind of the, the keystone of everything that he did after, after this, while well, he was in Egypt. He gave himself to the Lord, and he asked God to be with him in everything that he did. So let's, let's see how that works out. Um, he goes to Potiphar's house, right? And Potiphar... Rather, Potiphar buys him as a slave. He starts out, you know, probably doing uh, doing dishes or, uh, I don't know, making, making bricks. That may have been later on in Egypt. But um, menial stuff, right? He's, he's like, there's no way that, that this is, this is going to improve for me. Like, go, going from being the, the favored son of, Jacob to being a slave in Egypt is about the worst thing that could happen to him. But rather than giving up in despair, he chooses to do those two things. Um, give, him, give himself to the Lord and ask God to be with him. And what that does is it gives God a way to, to work through him. And so God blesses his work. Um, he, Let's see. In Potiphar's house, Joseph gains, uh, gains success for Potiphar. Potiphar puts him in charge of everything he has, right? So that Potiphar only thinks about the food on his plate. That's, that's how they say it. I don't, I don't know how that works. That'd be, it'd be kind of fun. Just think about what you're eating. Be like, hey, Joseph, I w- would like a... Uh, I'd like a special K-loaf today. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got you. Um, but what it, what, it says, what it says about Joseph is that he attributes his success to the favor of God, and even his idolatrous master accepted this as the secret of his unparalleled prosperity. So he doesn't conceal that God is working through him. I think in, in my life as a student, it's easy to be so focused on my work and my studies that I lose sight of God and the reason why I'm doing all this. I think, um, you know, if if you're a parent, it's easy to get so caught up in uh, bringing bringing kids hither and yon to practices and to school and uh, doing doing laundry and dishes. I know my mom did a lot of that. Um, and then, you know, you, you just f- completely forget the the reason for all of this and the purpose behind your work, which is to. Um, you know, be, be be lights in this world to deliver, um, to deliver God's God's grace to a world in famine. Right? If you're a, uh, you know, a, a grandparent or something, it's easy to forget that, you know, you you still have an influence on the world and on your grandkids, on your kids uh, through your prayers, uh, your ministry. Um, you 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 did a, a mission trip to Kenya, right? A, a few few years ago, and there was a... I've got all this through Facebook? Through, through Facebook. Even, even, oh my goodness! Okay, okay. Wow. See, it's, it's incredible the effects that we can have on others' lives if we're willing to kind of do, do, the, do the thing that Joseph did and um, give, give our lives to God and let him uh, work through us. So, continuing on with Joseph. He's successful in Potiphar's household. Then... Uh, there's a problem that comes up. Uh, Potiphar's wife takes a liking to Joseph, and uh, this is not okay. So Joseph says, no, I will not commit this sin against my God. It's interesting that Joseph does not say, I will not commit this sin against my master, but says, "I I will not commit this sin against my God. Because it tells me that Joseph's focus was once again more on his God than on his work. Um I don't know there there are times when we are tempted to kind of cut corners on some decisions or to not be totally totally faithful with you know when when uh I don't know often when my mom asks me to do something i I'm, I'm, I'm not working yet, but when mom asks me to do something I'll like kind of do it slightly wrong, but she can't tell, right? Um, when, a, when a teacher asks me to, to do some homework, you know, if, if one of my classmates has the answer, I'll be like, yeah, I'm not doing 20 minutes of math. Just tell, tell me what it is, right? And it's, it's, it's things like these which tell me that I am often doing my work um, for, the, for the work itself, not, not for God's glory. And so Joseph again, kept this integrity and this relationship with God so that he was working for God. Um, Potiphar's wife falsely accuses Joseph. He gets thrown into prison. Uh, there in the dungeon, it says his real character shines out. This is, this is kind of cool because I don't know, if I were in prison, I wouldn't really... Kind of the last thing on my mind would be to have God's character shine out through me. You know, I'd I, most likely fall into despair, start figuring out how to, how to you know, navigate the social structures of the prison and become one of the I, I don't know. It's the, the, the thing that stands out is that he trusted his case with God. Um, so an, another illustration of Joseph day by day receiving God's character into his life, and it shines out in the prison. Then, through, you know, the story, sequence of events, there's a, there are, there's a baker and a um, cupbearer to the king who have dreams. Joseph interprets their dreams. The cupbearer goes to, returns to his station as the cupbearer to the king. Two years go by, and then Joseph is still in prison, right? And, but then the king has a dream, and the cupbearer remembers that Joseph interpreted his dream. He's like, hey, you should, talk to this. you should talk to this guy in prison. He's like really good at this stuff. And eventually the king consents and he says, okay, um, we'll, we'll call him up. And Joseph interprets the king's dream. And what he, what he says is, it is not in me to interpret the dream, but God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. So Joseph had a choice at this point, um, a choice that he had had all along in his life, whether he was going to focus on uh, on the opportunity for uh, success and honor to himself, or to give the honor to God. And he chose to give the honor to God, and as a result, um, Pharaoh accepted his interpretation, uh, Joseph suggested a solution to the coming famine and was put in charge of executing it. So now Joseph is the highest in the kingdom, second only to Pharaoh. So there's a, there's a, great, a great paragraph here at the, at the end of this section of Joseph's life, um, which I think summarizes well the lessons for us from the stories of Joseph. It says, in constant reliance upon God, he faithfully discharged the duties of his position. So, I'm I'm not in Joseph's position. I I am just a a student at Southern, um, not the 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 favored child of the chosen family through which the Messiah is going to come. Right, but again. Uh, he faithfully discharged the duties of his position where, whatever his position was. So when, when Joseph was the, you know, a, a slave at the, at the bottom of Potiphar's household, and then when he was at the very top of Potiphar's household, he had the same character, the same uh, trust in God working for his glory. Um, and this gave his work meaning. Uh, then when he was, again, the, the bottom of the, of the jail, right? Just, you know, probably rats running over his bed. Yeah, who knows? But um, he, he had the same character, the same trust in God. Then he was at the top of the jail and then at the very top of the kingdom. So he's, he's got the full spectrum of, uh, of positions in society, right? And at every place, he's able to work for God and to live for God's glory. Because, remember what it says at the beginning, he gave himself fully to the Lord and prayed that the keeper of Israel might be with him. So I, I, I think this is an encouragement for me. You know, I'm, I'm not Joseph at all. But if Joseph, through the entire spectrum of human experience possible, right? The the lowest of the lows to the you know, second in command in the most powerful country in the world, if every place there he could live for God's glory and his work had meaning and significance, even when he was at the, at the very bottom in, in prison, then there's hope for me that my work can have significance. Each, each of us has a work to do, and the significance does not come from you know, recognition in the world. It doesn't come from how well we're paid or um, our social status. It comes from giving giving ourselves to God and receiving God's presence in everything we do. Um, there's a there's a story I have about this in in my experience. It's just just a little a li- little glimpse, I think, of the, of the potential that God has for, for working in each of us. Um, I work for a, I work for a lady in my town. Uh, her name is Elaine. She's, she's a like classic grandma. Uh, she's got, I don't know, two, three kids, uh, like six grandkids or something. And, and she, she lives by herself. Her, her husband has died. Um, and so I go over often and do gardening for her. And um, we'll, we'll talk about her grandkids and talk about her, uh, all her flowers. And then I'll ask about her recent trip to Greece where she went to you know, her hometown saw the rest of her family. And there was a time this summer um, when she was like, Corbin, why, why are you so nice? And I'm like, well... Uh, I really have to say it's because i'm a christian um it's It's because God has been nice to me and i I can be nice to others and so just just little little things like that it's um I think it's a mistake to think that just because something I'm doing is not strictly sacred, just because i'm not actively on a mission trip or uh you know, doing canvassing just because I'm not actively teaching Sabbath school doesn't mean that my work is significant, right? The significance of my work comes from giving it to God and letting him use it and reveal himself through it. From, from this story of Joseph, it says, Through Joseph, the attention of the king and the great men of Egypt was directed to the true God, and though they adhered to their idolatry, they learned to respect the principles revealed in the life and character of the worshiper of Jehovah. This, this is a little hard for me because what this is saying is that I may never be a part of someone's conversion. Joseph never converted anyone in Egypt, right? He was simply faithful where he was and God worked through that. But it says the Egyptians learned to respect the principles revealed in Joseph's life. So even, even if there are no new members to the Adventist church because of your witness, because of your work, even, even, if you, even if you can't see the results of what you're doing, you can know that if it's done in the Lord, it has meaning. And, and you'll, you, you may only see that Significance when we get to heaven, and that's that's what we have to look forward to. That you know, one day we'll uh, we'll be there, and we'll we'll get to see the people who were who were affected through us. But that that begins now when I day by day give myself to God and receive God's character. Um, so that's that's our calling, and that's that's the hope we have in whatever position we have in life, that our meaning is from God and that no matter what we do, it, it can have meaning if we submit it to God and receive his character in all that we do. So. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this, uh, this story of Joseph. Thank you for everyone here. I ask that you will be with each of us through this week. Show us how to, uh, how to receive your character and how, uh, how to work faithfully for you that you may shine through all that we do and our, our work, everything that we undertake may be done in your strength and may have an eternal significance because you are with us. Amen.